0: One ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. Hello, friends. This is a special episode in which you are going to learn some YouTube worship music video tips. From time to time, we will be bringing you these special episodes with Christian creatives, such as musicians, authors, and other artists who create as a ministry. Our first featured guest is a Canadian musician whose worship videos on YouTube have been hugely successful. Today, David Wesley of Basement Praise and YouTube fame will tell the story of how he got started making his music videos and his process for creating his multi-harmony praise and worship music tracks. He joins us from Coburg in Ontario, Canada. Welcome to our podcast, David. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate you taking the time with us. David, your YouTube videos have received incredible engagement. Listeners seem to really resonate with your, how do I put it? Harmonic multi-track vocals. I noticed that your In Christ Alone video has over 1.4 million views. David, how did you come to this genre of music?
1: Well, it was uh, kind of on a whim, really. Before I started doing the multitrack a cappella stuff, I originally was doing just some very simple live singing with piano. And then I... um, I kind of graduated to doing multi-instruments together and I thought, oh well, let's see what it sounds like just doing the different harmony parts. So the very first a cappella video I did on YouTube was One Thing Remains. And uh, I recorded that actually after hearing it for the very first time at a church service. So I kind of set up my camera and uh, the microphone. And uh, so I just recorded myself singing the, the melody all the way through. Uh, kind of with an idea of what I might want otherwise. And then I recorded uh, like a lower harmony part, then a higher harmony part, then the bass, and then um, a little bit of the beatboxing. And there were a couple gaps kind of in between the chorus and the next verse or whatever that I had to just do a little overlay with uh, some ooze. And, uh, and then a final kind of counter-melody part. And I really didn't know what it was going to sound like until until it was done, and I was quite pleased with the, uh, with the result.
0: Hmm. So you arrange uh, your own pieces then just by ear or do you write out each harmonic?
1: It's been a bit of a development process. In the beginning, it was very ad hoc, kind of just do it as, a, as I kind of felt in the moment. But uh, at the same time, it's a, it's a pretty technical thing to do. So part of uh, what I did in my planning process was more just to help me sing properly. So what that involved was uh, just laying out a bit of a chord structure that i could listen to while i was singing along with the click track to keep everything aligned so but that that was again just just enough to give me a pitch reference and uh, again i might have an idea in my mind of what i would do in terms of layering in the background it wasn't until i wanted to do the amazing grace medley that i actually took the time and scored it out electronically and uh, even then it wasn't fully fledged i i kind of kept it very bare bones except for the parts that were more complex. For example, at the end, you have the melodies of all three songs of the medley sung at the same time. While they were, the songs were reasonably compatible, there were just ever so slight changes that need to be made to, uh, to one or two of those to make it work. So uh, that's something I really had to, to plan out in advance.
2: Hmm.
1: And uh, after, after that, most of my arrangements were completely kind of pre- arranged and i i have kind of gone back a little bit now i've kind of made it a goal to have every other video ad hoc like it was in the beginning and then alternating with ones that are more fully arranged like the like the last one that i put out
2: no guilt in life no fear in death this is the power of Christ in me from life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my death.
0: Could you tell us what
1: you're working on right now? The next project isn't a cappella. It will involve singers, though. Um, I plan on doing what you could call a virtual choir, where I'll be putting out some pretty detailed instructions and some rehearsal tracks, and I'm actually inviting fans to submit themselves singing one of the parts which I'll provide. Yeah, so they they can submit by video, and I'll kind of download it and extract the audio, try to clean it up, because it could be a variety of quality of equipment used for recording, and stitch it all together, video and audio, along with uh, some instrumental uh, accompaniment. Yeah, so we're sticking with something pretty simple first time around, just so I can make sure I can do it. You know, if it's popular or resonates with people, then I might try to do something a little more more complicated and perhaps like strict a cappella. We'll see. Hmm.
0: About your uh, music making process, roughly how many hours or days does it take to complete whenever your video? Oh,
1: I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> there's different stages of of putting one of these things together. You know, the first one's picking a song. Sometimes that can be as simple as, as um, you know, hearing something on on the radio or, you know, again with that first song, you know, something that had been done in church that I hadn't hadn't heard before. Um, that, that actually is the case with with the first worship song I did, uh, period, and that was uh, "Beautiful Things." I'd heard it at, at church, and then did an instrumental version of that. Sometime, you know, people always are sending me song requests like endlessly. That's how, how I kind of ended up with uh, the Amazing Grace medley. I said, oh, "I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do Amazing Grace. It's so overdone." Uh, <laughs> but then, so I kind of got around that by singing around Amazing Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Often it's just, you know, I kind of have a backlog of songs I'd like to do and eventually just choose the next one and go for it. I really have to narrow it down by what I can do in my vocal range. So I've got uh, two and a half octaves of kind of usable usable range there, but, you know, I can't, I can't stay at the very, very bottom or at the very, very top very long. So that does put kind of some constraints on what songs I can use because they, they just might not work for you know, my mechanism, right? So I usually, from from there, I score it out in a music program called Sibelius that I've been using for probably 14 years or so. And I I write out all the parts and I import that into my recording software, Pro Tools. And uh, I get, just like I did before with just a basic pitch reference, like a chord structure, I import the the arrangement so i can kind of hear it as well generated by the computer as i as i sing along so that that whole process of doing the arrangements and getting ready to record uh it's been done as quickly as you know two or three days or sometimes it's just stretched over a period of time because i'm pretty busy with real life as for the actual recording i i really try to get it done within uh about a 24 hour period that's done for very (laughs) very practical reasons one of them is just to make sure that I look like the same person you know that my hair hasn't grown <laughs> in the, between takes, right before my kids were born, it was you know a no brainer to get it, to get it done start in the morning and, and finish at night. but now it's sort of more you know start recording during nap time and then resume recording when they're in, uh, once they're in bed and then maybe do some final touches of recording the next day when they're <laughs> when they're doing their nap. And then the the editing process after that, the, I can do that at any time because there can be noise noise in the house. But the editing process usually is about eight uh, eight hours or so, uh, including including stitching the video together. So it's a it's a bit of a process.
0: As a father, putting that all together must be quite the feat.
1: Uh, well, that's that's why I don't put out as many as I do. Um, after my my son Theon is two and a half; they're both January babies. So there was quite a long break after he was born. But I I was able to take a a 10-week parental leave starting from when he was about eight weeks old or so. At least took work out of the picture so I was able to spend time with with my family. You know, he was still napping, so I had time to record. When my second son Desmond was born this January, again, uh, you know, things kind of are a little chaotic for the first little bit, but uh, my, my boys are good sleepers and they really settled into a, a good rhythm, so I was able to start up and do a few videos already this year. No power of
2: hell, no skip of man Could ever block me from his hand Till he returns or calls me home Here in the power of Christ i stand
0: we really appreciate you as a musician, David, and a lot of us are curious about you, so thank you for sharing that personal detail with us about your family life. Are you involved in a church or a music ministry as well?
1: I have been. I'm uh, not involved on a regular basis at the moment. I have occasionally led worship at uh, Lakeshore Pentecostal Camp, which is uh, just a few kilometres uh, out of town here. In terms of my local church, because because uh, I do work as a, as a nurse, unfortunately I do have to work weekends on a on a very regular basis. So uh, that does make it a little more difficult to serve on uh, on Sunday mornings regularly. So I was involved with the junior high youth for the last year, but again with uh, changing uh, position somewhat recently, I've lost a lot of control over my schedule. So it's hard to again keep a regular commitment to that as well.
0: What has been most memorable in your personal music journey?
1: Well, when I was uh, when I was a teenager, I was involved with the Royal Canadian Sea Cadets, and I joined uh, the marching band of the local corps. And I was able to go out to HMCS Quadra, which is in uh, Comox, British Columbia. So I went one year there taking a music course, and then I was invited back as a instructor for the next three years. So that was a great time, because you're basically living and breathing music 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it was very immersive. It was my first uh, exposure to recording. We actually put out a CD at the end of, of every summer. And you know, we're recording in a portable and, you know... <laughs> It's pretty pretty hard and pretty hot because the air conditioning is too loud to be running when you're recording. Yeah, so that was that was definitely a very formative experience for me, and really got me interested with arranging music. So my first uh, music arrangements that I wrote were, were for concert and marching bands. So even as far back as like uh, age fifteen. So that's, that's like 20 years of, of arranging for, for groups like that. Wow,
0: what a great beginning.
1: Yeah, a lot of fun.
0: I noticed on your Facebook page that you featured a group from Kenya who were covering, shall we say, your cover.
1: Yeah, well, uh, there have been a couple of um, people on the Internet that have kind of done tributes, I guess. So obviously, I haven't published any original music on the Internet. Uh, there's just so much great stuff out there that I can kind of transform or improve, depending on your point of view. I, I find songwriting to be a, a bit of a struggle. Why struggle when there's so much great stuff out there and I can help other artists because I do pay licensing fees to, to use their, their stuff. Uh, so so I think it's really cool when people then turn around and do versions of my versions. So the first time that happened was actually a young girl that just uh, did it on her own. I think she was maybe 17 or, or 18 years old and she did uh, One Thing Remains. She did it in just a, a three-part harmony, but I don't know, I just had a huge smile on my face when I saw it. So she had sent me a message and said, Hey, check this out. Okay. So when people do that, I I do try to share that on my Facebook page, because people do put a lot of effort into that. So the thing with these guys from Kenya is that people will often ask me for the written arrangements of of what I've done. And as I said before, most of the early stuff, it's not written down. So like, well, it doesn't really exist. Sorry. <laughs> but the, the other thing is that distributing sheet music it would require additional licensing that I, that I haven't pursued. It's certainly possible for, for some of them uh, that are represented by certain publishers, but other, other ones would just be just quite difficult uh to pursue so these guys from kind of so they basically just listened to my arrangement and and uh they kind of modified it for the number of guys that they had and uh put it all together and recorded it live which is something i can't do because it's just me it's you know i don't have eight brothers like (laughs) like some people seem to think
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i saw one comment uh on one of your videos saying that your boy band sure has a lot of people looking the same yep (laughs) And that's great that you're stimulating talent all around the world, David. Uh, Those guys in Kenya were awesome when they put that together. Great. That's fantastic, David. Thank you very much for sharing with us today. Let's send this podcast with that Amazing Grace medley. Could you say a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so this uh, medley is uh, put together of three songs. But For Your Grace, uh, Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone, and Grace Like Rain. And if you listen carefully, you can hear all three songs playing at the same time.
2: All the way, hallelujah, peace my hand falls down on the ground. Hallelujah, all my stains are washed away, washed away. But for your Say yeah. yeah.
0: the full version of David Wesley's Amazing Grace Medley on YouTube. Check our show notes for the link. Thank you for listening to this Christian Creative special episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. We would value your feedback by taking our one-question survey. You will find the link in our show notes at qt4cm.org backslash notes. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management administrative services to ministries and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.